Welcome to Express Your Wonders, a podcast where we explore life's ups and downs and what leads us to limiting beliefs that hold us back. I'm Bronwyn Corkery, and I don't want to sit back and watch life pass me by anymore. It's time to take action and explore where limiting beliefs come from, take risks, and share your story. Are you ready to express your wonders? Let's get started. Hello again. I'm back with more talk about being brave, owning your feelings, and staying true to yourself. I guess this is weighing very heavy on my heart these days. After my last episode, I started to think more deeply about times in my life when I had to be brave. And that took me right back to the summer of 1976. It was a very exciting summer as we were celebrating the bicentennial of our country on the 4th of July. I remember our celebration very well, but I'll save that story for another time. I just turned 15 that summer. I had just graduated from the eighth grade from a school where I grew up with everyone in my class. We were together for all eight years of grammar school. We had some kids come and go, but there were quite a few of us who had been together since the first grade. Now we graduated and were off to new high schools. Some went to different Catholic schools in the area and some went to public school. I was planning to go to the public school. That's where all my siblings went, so there was no question that's where I was heading. But then there was a turn of events. During that summer, I was visiting my sister where she lived in Lansing, Michigan. She moved there in 1973 after getting married. And I would often go visit her either with my other sister or sometimes by myself. In the summers, it was always open-ended how long I'd stay because I was available and Mary loved having another family member around. We did lots of things together when she wasn't working and it was a good time. Then one day, I think it was in early August, we got a call from my mother asking us to look for a house that we could rent. She had decided she wanted to move away from the home I grew up in. I guess there were a few things that sparked that sudden decision. My parents still had four of us living at home. At this point, my 17 and a half year old brother, my 19 year old brother, and my 20 year old brother and I were still living at home. Now, don't forget, This story is coming from my perspective. From what I was told, my mother didn't like the path my brothers were heading down and felt she needed to get them out of the area. I already had one sister living in Lansing and my oldest brother was planning to attend Michigan State University and would be moving out to that area as well. So she decided that was the place to go. I was told that the plan was that we would make the move, and my father would continue to stay in our home on Staten Island and keep working until he could retire in a few short years. I don't think my mother wanted to admit that her motivation to move suddenly was that she and my father were not getting along very well, and she needed to get away. She was acting very impulsively. I went along with the story of him moving out there after retirement because I didn't want to admit that they were separating. So now my sister and I were in Lansing looking for houses we could rent. My mom was pretty specific about what she wanted. The house had to be an older house with big windows, a front porch, the whole works. And God bless Mary for trying so hard to find just the right place. We did find a house. It was an older house with big windows in a nice neighborhood, just what mom had ordered. It was a fixer-upper though but it met a lot of the specifics mom wanted. 
So we made arrangements to get the ball rolling to rent this house. After that, it was time to leave for me to leave and go back to Staten Island and start packing. At this point, it was exciting. I never moved before. This is going to be fun. I was quite naive back then. I didn't really see it as a permanent move, just fun we were having for a little while. Then we would get back to normal. So we got to packing and off we went with the U-Haul. I don't remember saying goodbye to my father. A lot of my memory of that time is a blur. I was also leaving behind another sister who was a newlywed herself and a brother and his wife and their new little baby. It was a very difficult time for my family. The move really affected each family member in a different way. And I'm not sure it was easy an easy adjustment on any one of us. So now it is September and school is about to start. I was about to start my freshman year of high school and one of my brothers was going into his senior year. There was barely enough time to register for school, not to mention finding out about transportation. We didn't have a car, so there was no one to drive us. Being unfamiliar with the area, my brother and I took the only route to school we knew, the long way. The school was about four miles away. Well, my school was. My brother's was a little further. Oh, yeah, and I forgot to mention, the schools at that time in Lansing were junior high from 7th through ninth grades, and high school was 10 through 12. So my brother and I didn't even get to go to the same school. So here we are taking the long walk, then going our separate ways to each of our schools. I find my way in, and honestly, I don't remember what happened when I got there. I was lost. I never had a tour or anything. I must have gone straight to the office, I guess. My first class was a beginner band class. I do remember that, and I remember that my last class was an algebra class. The school atmosphere was so new to me. I was never in a public school before. I never had to change classes or be on my own for lunch. I didn't know what to do. I can remember at lunchtime being so awkward. I got online and had no idea how to buy my lunch. I tried to follow what others were doing. I ended up just getting Twinkies and a chocolate milk for lunch, then walked into the crowded lunchroom and found an empty seat where three girls were sitting. They looked familiar as two of them were in a couple of my classes. So I mustered up all the bravery I could and asked if I could sit down. Phew, they said yes. They were very nice and very welcoming to the new kid in town. I made it. I got through that lunch and off to my afternoon classes. Then the long trek back home. Day two came. I got up the next day and was crying my eyes out and begging my mother to let me stay home. I was so anxious to take that long walk once again and face all the new beginnings that were ahead of me alone. Well, I didn't get to stay home, so off I went once again. The second day, I remember I was in band class. An announcement came over the speaker that we were to go to an assembly. Then off everyone went. Wait, wait, what? What's an assembly? Where's everybody going? Well, I did what any normal teenager would do. I followed a girl from my class that I also recognized from my algebra class later in the day. I didn't say anything. I just followed her to see what she was doing. Finally, she turned to me and said, are you coming with me? Yeah, was my response. Now, I had to be brave once again. I had to try to fit in, fit myself into 
I don't know what, just fit in. Her name was Lori. She was a very kind and let me follow her and sit with her and all of her group of friends. She was really nice, but I hated every second of not knowing what the heck was going on. But I had no choice. I had to be brave and meet new people and try new things. Lori figured out that I was brand new to the school and acknowledged that we were in two classes together. She asked what bus I take to school, and I told her that I walked. Then she asked where I lived. When I told her that, she couldn't believe I was walking. Turns out she lived on the next street over from me. So she offered to walk home with me, and she could show me a shortcut. I was so grateful for that. But again, awkward. I drummed up my bravery once again and followed her home. She told me I should be able to take the same bus that she took and told me how to find out more about it. I told my mom and she finally called the school to find out. Phew, the long walks are about to end. Turns out Lori lived almost right behind where I lived. We became best friends from then on. I cut through the backyards and met her every morning to walk a half mile down the road to the bus stop. Things were finally starting to turn around. I made it through that first school year, but it really wasn't easy on me emotionally. I was lucky to have met new friends that were really great, but my home life still wasn't really stable. I portrayed an image that everything was normal, but it wasn't my normal. One of my brothers moved back to New York not too long after we settled in. I really felt a split in the family dynamics. Just before starting the new school year, and yet another new school finally made it into high school, we were packing to move again. We were moving across town, closer to where my sister lived. I'm not sure why. I'm not sure if the rent we were paying was too high or we were just too far away from public transportation. I really don't remember that part. But anyway, we move. And guess what? No buses. They didn't go to my neighborhood because I was just a little bit too close. Got to get my walking shoes back on. Luckily, I made some friends who already drove and also had a car. So I used to get rides once in a while. The walk wasn't too long, though. I think it was only about a mile or a mile and a half to school. This school year, though, brought on more new changes and I had to cope with them. My mom started working, which was a new experience for me. Before we continue, here's a word from our sponsor. Hi, Bronwyn here again. Not only am I the host of Express Your Wonders, but I'm also the owner and crafter at Expressive Wonders. Spring is coming, and along with that comes Mother's Day, Father's Day, graduations, and even weddings. Expressive Wonders has just the right gift for your special occasion. Custom orders are my favorite, so if you see something that you love but need to tweak it just a bit, send me a message and we'll make it just right for you. Go to expressivewonders.etsy.com and be sure to click on the link to join my VIP club and get 25% off your first order. That's expressivewonders.etsy.com. Can't wait to see you there. In the spring of my sophomore year, my mom went back to Staten Island to visit. She seemed to miss our old home and what she left behind. She had good talks with my dad and the decision was made. She was going to pack up and move back. If I knew the term WTF back then, I would have used it, but it wasn't a thing yet. 
great. Now, a new fear, starting in yet another new school in my junior year, where the only people I would know is some of the kids I went to grammar school with, but not my main group of friends. In my mind, I felt that I had finally established my place here and now was expected to go back. I begged and begged my mother to let me stay and finish school and live with my sister Mary and her husband. I told her I would probably be behind in the school in New York because they have more required courses than the school I was attending. The school I was attending was geared toward a career and you took classes related to that. The highest math level required was algebra. My mother felt that was a fair argument and let me stay. Again, not checking into the facts. So the U-Haul got packed up once again and headed from Michigan back to Staten Island. With it went my two brothers that lived with us and my mother. I stayed and lived with my sister. I missed my family so much and would go home on vacations whenever I could. I went on to finish my junior and senior years. My senior year wasn't easy. I wanted so much just to be finished with school and move back home. A lot of my friends were in the grade ahead of me and had graduated the year before. I was kind of a lost soul at this point. I still had my best friend that I met when I first moved there, but we were busy doing other things. I mostly just worked and went to school. I worked at, my, at Burger King at the time. I talked to my mother about quitting school and moving back home, and I believe she was actually considering letting me do it when my sister Joanne stepped in. She pretty much flipped out that I would even consider that. Well, she talked some sense into me, and I went on to finish school. I'm grateful to this day that she stepped in and didn't let me make that mistake. My plan at this point was to graduate and stay in Michigan through the summer, then move back to New York and attend Catherine Gibbs School, which is the secretarial school in September. I'll elaborate a little more on that experience at a later time. I remember when I told my high school guidance counselor that I wanted to go there, she was very uncomfortable. All she imagined was this naive girl heading off to live in loan in New York City to go to school. She was so hesitant to encourage me to do that. I needed her to help me with the entrance exam. I knew what she was thinking, and I, for some reason, found it very amusing to let her continue to worry about my decision. Then she finally asked about where I would live, etc. Then I told her that I was going back home to live with my parents in the house I grew up in. What a leaf came, relief came over her. She then signed the papers without any more hesitation to help me on my way. Anyway, graduation time came. My mother came out to be there for my senior prom and other senior activities with me and to be there for my graduation. After graduation, we made another impulsive decision that I would pack up and move home right after graduation. I left my job without giving much notice, packed up and drove back to Staten Island. That era of my life now over. Now it's time to start over once again. I think about that time in my life very often. And one of my first thoughts is, why did that happen? I don't, I don't want to deny that I did make some really great friends, some I kept in touch with throughout the years, and Facebook has brought me back in touch with others. I enjoyed a lot of my time living there, but I also feel pain when I think back. I feel an emptiness, a feeling of loss. I was abruptly taken out of my world, away from my father, 
and some siblings and good friends brought to another world where I knew no one except for my sister that lived there already. Then abruptly having my mother and brothers move away two short years later, then abruptly leave that world myself two years after that and go back to my original world that changed a lot in four years. That was a very traumatic time in my life. I always blew off how I was affected by that four years because I thought my feelings didn't really matter and I was wrong to feel that way. Now I can say, yes, that was very hard. There was a lot of transitions in my life that four years on top of being my prime teenage years. And wow, I got through it. I forgive my mother for all her impulsive decisions. She was doing what she felt she needed to do at the time. We all have times in our lives where we regret decisions that we've made. I regret talking my mother into letting me stay in Michigan. I'm not sure that was the best for me, but I believe if we feel regrets, then we've learned something. I made a decision at the time based on my assumptions of what I believed to be true. And I talked my mother into believing it too. I realize now that although I always felt that my feelings didn't matter, I was always unheard. My mother did consider my feelings that time and she trusted my choice. I don't know what the outcome would have been if I had, if we never moved there or if I had moved back with my mother two years later, but it's okay now. It was a difficult time for my family, but we do have some fun memories that came from it. And after moving back, things seemed to go back to some kind of a normal. It was good to have my mother and father together again. And even though it wasn't exactly a marriage made in heaven, if I could have the 59-year-old Bron talk to the 15-year-old Bron, I would tell her, hang on, you'll be okay. What you're feeling is real. It's scary to go through so much change. But you are brave, you are resilient, and you can enjoy the moments you are in. You are worthy of having friends because you are a good friend to have. Ask for help when you need it. You got this. And I'll be beside you every step of the way. And that's my message to you today. Be brave. Do what you need to do to be you. Ask for help when you need it. There's only one you and we need you. Only you can do the things the way you do them with the passion that only you have. Sometimes it only takes 20 seconds of stepping out of your comfort zone to be brave. You got this. I'm cheering for you because you matter to me. You are worth it. And most of all, you are loved. Thanks for listening today. Thank you for joining me today. I love sharing stories with you. I'd like to invite you to join my Facebook group, Express Your Wonders Podcast Community. Check out the link in my show notes. Being part of the community is a great opportunity to express your wonders about how it feels to be heard. You certainly deserve it. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Expressive Wonders. A big thank you to Tiffany at Virtually You Podcast for her incredible help in producing this show. If you enjoy this conversation as much as I do, be sure to drop a five-star review to help me grow my audience. And most importantly, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. You won't want to miss what's coming next. I've got the heart of a hero.